Hello Team Builder. Thank you so much for joining us today on Ask Michelle and Chris. We're here to answer your questions about team building so we can learn and grow together. I'm your host, Chris Cabert of Fun Doing and On Team Building. I'm joined by my co-host, Michelle Cummings of Training Wheels. Let's go find out what we can answer for you today. Chris, it's the new year! Yes, the new 2023. I never thought I'd make it this far. Oh, really? I didn't think I'd get this. I think I said this before on an opening opening season, season four. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I never thought I'd get to season four either. Right? Yeah. Season, season four. Season four. And listeners, thank you for, for sticking with us. Yeah. Uh, we seem to have a consistent group of people. So yeah. we're hoping... This is fun for us, so we're glad that you all are tagging along for the ride and getting also some good nuggets and content out of it as well. So thanks for thanks for sticking with us, and we're excited for to get started with season four. What are we doing today, Chris? Yeah, well, it's just kind of opening up for 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 you and I. It seems to be more about our focus, Mm -hmm. and we we like to re-energize on a new season uh I, and newness doesn't always mean you have to do something new because you and i still have decided that we're going to do our free form you and i yep we we did talk a little bit about maybe one or two guests because there's uh been some questions that come in that we have easy access to guests for mm-hmm. those of you who are not quite sure why we don't have guests michelle <laughs> Michelle and I record flying by the seat of our pants because we want to do this. Schedule-wise, yes. Schedule-wise, it's often challenging just to get the two of us in the same place at the same time. Correct. And getting someone else involved then, um, if we had to cancel or move it, then it's another person and that we, we feel is disrespectful. Um, so right now we're just, we're, we're rolling with when we can get it done, when we get it in and not having anyone else involved. Um, but there's lots of other podcasts, the high five vertical playpen podcast. They have guests. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to go listen to other people talk other than us, go <laughs> check them out. They've got a lot, a lot of different topics that yeah. they cover. So it's they're fun. a lot of fun to listen to. So there are other things out there, you know, if you are interested in hearing other people, uh, do that. Uh, but we're going to keep going the way we're going. Yeah. And um, we're going to start out this one like we've started out the yeah. other seasons with our word of the year slash quote, quote of the year. Yeah. So now that I just said newness where I'm going to try something a little different, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's inspiration. Yeah. To get started. What do you, what you got? You picked yours, your eyes like almost popped out of your head. I know. So I I have this deck of cards that I use just primarily for this every year. It's just a, it's a deck of about 60 words written on cards. And so I literally, I shuffled them while Chris and I were kind of doing our pregame where we were just catching up and talking first before we start recording. I literally shuffled this deck of cards for probably a good seven minutes. So that way it was really well distributed, all the words. And then I turned the deck upside down. So I can't see any of the words. And then I literally just pull three words out of that deck and I let those see if they speak to me. And are those going to be my, is one of those going to be my word of the year? So 
crazily enough, I picked the three and like, I loved all three of them. So I think I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go with all three. The very first one I picked was relaxed. <laughs> Which, Say it again. Say it again. Relaxed. Relaxed. That's right. That's right. Okay. Got it. So, which is very funny to me because that's something that I don't do very well is I don't take a lot of downtime. Like I just have a busy brain. I'm a very active person. And so it's one of those that I need to probably schedule more downtime, more relaxed time because I work very hard. I love what I do. So it doesn't always feel like work, but there are times when I do, I need to stop and relax. So that, so that was the first word I picked. The second word I picked was momentum. Oh, which I think is just such a good fluid in motion momentum kind of word, which I think, and I think about my goals for 2023, I am moving very quickly towards some really big, fun, awesome goals. So I love the word momentum. It really does fix. And then I kid you not, the third word that I chose, and I shuffled this deck a, a gazillion times was intentional, which was my word of the year last year. So either the universe is trying to tell me that I did not do a good job at this word last year, or that it is still something that is really important to me that I need to be really intentional with my time, uh, really intentional about having some relaxation time and really intention, being really intentional about my momentum and where I'm going and the paths I'm taking. So I'm going to keep all three. And nice. so nice. overachieving at the beginning of the year already, but I'm going to be intentional about being relaxed and intentional about my momentum. So yeah, that's mine. Yeah. And what are you cool. doing? You're Very doing cool. something different. Well, a question year. question for you. I think oh, okay. we, we touched upon this last in episode 70, end of the year. I didn't do a good job of keeping my words in front of me. So I didn't do as well as I could have been probably. Mm -hmm. But what I do is I keep, I keep a little deck of quotes that come up to me as I'm reading things. I do yep. my reading in the morning and then I write down things. And if it's relevant in the moment, that quote card kind of is in the front of the pile. So it's on a little stand. Mm. Then I have usually, I have about six or seven of them. And then I, I file through them. And if it's, if it's no, if that quote, every day I read all of them, if the quote is no longer pertinent, then it gets, starts getting replaced. So what's the least uh, important at the moment? And then I put that in my file of quotes that I save and use for programs, things like that. And so that, my question to you is how are you going to, do you have a way of keeping those in front of you? Those three words, how do you, how do you do that? What is your, yeah, what I have right behind my desk. So my desk faces a wall, but then I have a, a window off to my left-hand side. So right behind my computer monitor, I have this big frame that I made that has chicken wire behind it. And I then use clothespins and I attach um, important things to that. And it, most of them are photos of, of family and loved ones and, um, there's a couple of other like quotes and a few, like, you know, this little drawing that my niece made me when she was like four, um, you know, like little things like that, little trinkets that just mean that have some significant value to me. So I, I, I pin my words to that. And literally as I'm typing away, as I'm, you know, working at my computer, sitting here at my desk, Anytime I look up or I'm pondering or, or something like that, I see those words. So they are, they're visible right there 
in my face, at least when I'm sitting here at my desk, which is not every day, but they, when I am here in the office in Colorado, I I can see them pretty regularly. Yeah. So it's an intentional Mm -hmm. and accidental thing kind of run, run, run by my intentionality of just reading these quotes and things that I keep are, are almost like those, you know, the mantras or the affirmations, things along that line. So I've been doing that for a while. And those of you who've been listening uh, to us for a while have been uh, aware that I've, I love the Stoic philosophy. So I've really been picking up a lot of things from Stoic philosophy around intention, around what things do I have control of and what I, what things do I not have control of and how do I how do I view those things? How do, what's my self-talk around those things? I'm getting better at that and understanding and recognizing. So my quote is around um, my actions. And this comes from, it's a little paraphrased from Marcus Aurelius. Oh, okay. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman empire um, uh, around, it's like, I think 130 AD, I think after um, we started counting years going forward so to speak. And he has this great book called Meditations. And the, the Stoics love this book because Marcus Aurelius, this was his journal. He wasn't mm. writing this book for other people. This was oh. just his journal. Nice. And then, so he was writing for himself, which is so cool because that's what we try to do is if we're inspiring, we, we write for ourselves, we journal. I don't, I don't journal yet. I'm still leaning towards that. So we get to see and read about his thinking, mm-hmm. not to impress others, but just to keep himself going, keep himself um, in touch with what he's deciding, what he's choosing, what he's not doing. So it's really cool. And uh, here's my quote for the year. Okay. And it goes, um, my actions may be impeded, but there can be no impeding my intentions or dispositions because I can accommodate and adapt and keep going. Mm. That whole thing is about what I can do. I got, I know my intentions. I know the skills and abilities that I have, my dispositions to be able to reach my goals. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, I often have a hard time when things get in my way. I just go choose to do something else and, and start working on a different project. And, oh, I, okay. and, I, and, and then I let go. I have so many projects that are um, unfinished that I think will be a good thing to have. Yeah. A good thing to, to put out there. It reminds me a little bit of internal locus of control. I know we talked about that recently in one of the other episodes that we recorded, but you know, to where, you know, internal locus of control, that's what I, that's what I can do something about. I have either authority over or influence over my decisions internally and external locus of control is things I can't control, right? I can't control what other people think of me. I can't control what other people say. I can't control those things, but what I can't control, I mean, if you know your intent and you know that you want to achieve something, those are the things that you can do. You can do something about. I like that. I don't know if I've ever heard a quote similar, like that specific quote in relation to 
intent, which I like that you have the word. Um, yeah, and that's yeah, great. And we didn't plan this. No, we didn't plan that at all. Absolutely. Yeah. So not. we both have the same kind of words and mm -hmm. in our conversations, we can bring that up. Yeah. So our, our challenge to you to listen, you know, and I, obviously the new year is, is tends to be, hey, let's try something. Mm -hmm. uh, let's do something new. Let's do something different. You know, just, you know, what's it going to be? What's it going to start? Last year, we talked about do a monthly word, do a monthly quote, do a, you know, what is it that keeps you going? Having it in front of you. Uh, Ryan Holiday is the one I follow, who is the stoic philosopher type of, and, and, and teaches us how to be uh, in the stoic mindset. You know, he talks about if, if it's not in front of you, you're going to forget it. So mm -hmm. how do you, that's what he likes about journaling. You know, you journal, you think about it, and then you, you got to reflect on your journal. You got to go back a little bit and you got to think, oh, this is what I was thinking before, but now I'm different. So it's a process of learning. If you want to grow and get better, you know, what is going to change for you? Mm -hmm. um, futurists talk about, when they talk about the future, their definition, their definition of the future is something that is different. Mm. So if you don't do anything different, you're not even really, they claim you just, you're not in, you're just the same. Yeah. You're not in the future. So I thought that was when I, when I read that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Mm. Because if, if, if you're doing the same thing tomorrow that you did today, you're not doing anything to be in the future. Right. So something to think about. What do you, what do you want to do? What is as a team builder, maybe even focus what are, what are the things you want to try? What are the things you, how do you want to learn to get better as a team builder? How do you want to program? How do you want to, you know, which groups do you want to focus on? How do you get more information about how to talk to the specific groups that you have? You mm -hmm. know, do you have, you know, are you taking the time to get better? Yep. Kind of I will say, you know, we sit down with our, uh, my husband and I, Paul and I, we sit down with our kids and we write out our goals for the year. We don't set resolutions, but we set goals for the year. And we've been doing this ever since they were young, because we want to get them in that practice of always wanting to be better, wanting to achieve something and, and things like that. And, you know, that whole putting them where you're going to see them thing matters. Like we realized one year we, we all wrote them and then we didn't post them anywhere quote unquote, publicly in our house, right? And that particular year, almost none of us um, really accomplished what we really wanted to. But so then after that, when we started, we have this one board where we put all of that, here's what we want to accomplish this year. It's the going back to it and seeing it. It's the like, oh, that's right. I want to do that. Like, and, and just some tangible, clear goals. That's That's when, you know, revisiting them and seeing them, that helps keep you focused on the goal. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So I'm, I'm getting better, getting better as we go. Uh, there's so many things I want to do. And then it's now it's about getting at least something, you know, mm -hmm. if, you, if you choose to do one thing at a time, then maybe that's your path. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And when I get this done, then I'm going to make another goal or a, yeah. or a resolution or right. And, and why don't we stick to them? You know, we know sugar is bad for us. <laughs> we know this it's a fact uh -huh. it's a proven fact and we still eat it yeah and and it you know i always try to start i'm, I'm going back to keto this year and you know last year i did pretty well for a really long time and then i moved and transitioned and my life changed and then i got lazy you know even mm. though i know right mm. so what are we what are we going to do how are we going to keep it in front of us how are we going to keep 
uh, as Jerry Seinfeld is credited for, how are we going to not break the chain? Oh, the chain is he writes every day and then he puts an X on the on the calendar that he wrote, right? And just don't break the chain of access. That's okay. his. That's what his in his goal is. Yeah, he's going to write every day, but he doesn't want to break the chain. Don't break the chain. Oh, that's cool. I like that yeah. metaphor. Nice. Yeah. I would say cool. for me, and looking at my words again, like momentum, int intentional, relaxed, like um, setting goals for 2023. I've got you know several big ones, right? So. And I love that momentum again came up for me because like at training wheels, you know, I've got this, you know, the experiential facilitation 101 course. I've had it now. I put that out in 2018. Well, it's now 2023. It's been five years. So this year I want to really put time, effort, energy, focus towards creating the 202. Like if you want to, you know, get better at facilitation skills, you know, the 101 it's there, whether you're a seasoned facilitator or not. Um, it's there just to kind of remind you of the basics. I've had some people go through um, that have been facilitating for 20 or 30 years and they still pick up little nuggets or even affirmations of here's what I already know and have already been doing really well. Chris, you just went through it actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have to put in a plug. I, okay. I, I love training is what I am passionate about. I'd love to spend 70% of my time in a training kind of venue, sharing information, helping people get better. And I honestly believe in our field, there is a, there is a gap of initial basic trainings. Mm -hmm. Some companies have trainings, but most of them that I'm aware of are localized. You have to go to them to mm -hmm. take their training uh, or they're your vendor and they train you at your specific site. Uh, there is not anything that uh, Michelle's EF uh, Experiential Facilitation 101 is portable and can go wherever there is a group of people. And it's three days. And I believe three days is a good amount of time to get a really solid understanding mm -hmm. of how to do this stuff. It's Even almost like a little you... mini conference, right? Because I mean, we go yeah. to conferences for three days, but this is just deep dive into really good essential facilitation skills for experiential yeah. work. And, and no one else is doing that in the sense of being able to pick it up and move it around. I guess they could, mm -hmm. um, but the, the way that you've developed it is, is a way that's easily digestible. You know, all it has all the good pieces that, that I believe are necessary just to get people started. And, and it's just good for so many people, teachers, social workers, I mean, all the people that were there, people at camp, the, the one that I was just at, they were coming from a camp, they were coming from a school, you know, it just, it fits so many people. And, and everywhere you go, you've probably heard the same thing. They said, oh, I wish all the teachers in our school could take this. Mm, yep. You know, just to have that, those kinds of tools around facilitation and doing activities that bring up discussions. A lot of people just don't know how to do activities, right. which can become so easy for people to do that will spark conversations and bring up discussions that are so important nowadays. So yeah. that's my that's my pitch for you yeah. uh, in that okay. sense that it, it's a great product to be able to get an introduction to, to the, a launching point for yeah. getting into all this stuff because there's so many directions to go. You got to have a start. Yeah. So we, you know, we host here in Colorado because that's where I live. We host at least three or four of them a year. But this is something we've also like last year, I taught this in Japan. 
we, we, I mean, I've taken it internationally multiple times. We've taught it. So we've done some private experiential facilitation 101 courses as well. If you want, maybe you've got 10 to 15 people that you would love to have go through it, then we can come and we can deliver it at your location as well. So, yeah. so exactly. I've designed that to where now I've got a couple of master facilitators that are now going out and teaching it on my behalf. So I don't have to be in the classroom all the time because when I'm in the classroom, I'm working in the business rather than on the business. So my goal this year um, with being intentional about my momentum is creating the 202 so that I can, you know, start that next wave. If, after you've been through the 101, now you can, you know, go get some experience and whatnot, then come back through later and go through the 202. So, so I've got this list of topics that I want to put into the 202 um, to, to keep building. So that way there's there, that continued education is still there, even for those people that have been facilitating for a long time to just keep getting better and better at what we do. Nice, so nice. Yeah, we, we, it's on us to do it because there's not a lot of places to to get better. Mm-hmm. You can't really go a lot of places to get better. So figure out how you're going to get better. Get you give yourself some goals, uh, and then just chip away at them. Just just try stuff. Try new yeah. things. Uh, what else? Just a couple other things because I know we're 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 yakking as we do. We're just <laughs> we're just flying as we go. But we um, this year, you know, our as we noted earlier. We're going to keep the same format. Um, we want to shoot for about 20 episodes. I think that's what we did this last year mm-hmm. based on our schedule. So those of you who kind of uh, have followed us for a while know that there's sometimes there's gaps and, and it's just one of those things where we just cannot get together. So hopefully you're uh, giving us a little, um, what we call a little grace, a, li- a little grace in, and, I, and I'm guessing you do. So you know how this stuff goes. We're thinking 20 episodes, so about two a month ish. And if we can get more than 20, that's great. We'll, we'll, we'll try to do that. Anything else about uh, the season, Michelle, that you want to let people know? So Chris, that's a little bit about what I'm excited for, for 2023 is just, you know, new course creation, both at training wheels. And then I've also got some fun stuff that I'm planning for personified leadership as well, which I'll get to a little bit at a later episode. But what about you? What are some final thoughts that you have um, looking into 2023? Well, I'm I'm actually the if any of you ever follow Fun Doing, FunDoing.com blog, I'm finally going to get back to writing. I I took kind of a um, sabbatical. If just with this new job, full time job, I just focused myself on giving everything I had for this, and I think I'm ready to go back writing. So I'm excited about that, mm. and excited about picking up some of the projects that I started before COVID um, ah. around some courses that I had planned with people. I might be able to revive those and get them back on board, and just started putting things in front of me that I'm looking forward to. That's mm. another. Nice. Another challenge to you. What are you putting out in, f- in front of you that you're looking forward to helps me get through hard times, have something to look forward to. So maybe that's something, a tool that you can use to, you know, you've got a two day vacation coming up. You've got uh, a project launch. You've got um, your first uh, book you want to get out, you know, things, you know, put them out there, put them out and see what you're excited about. And that can help you get through slow times. Um, and, and then once you're done with that one, then put out something new. 
Yeah. And that, that just kind of keeps the momentum going. See, you got the momentum. Yeah. What's, what's keeping your momentum going? We're, we're weaving in all of these things. I like so it. Your words, your words again. My words are, are relaxed, momentum, intentional. And nice. your quote. My quote, my actions may be impeded, but there can be no impeding my intentions or dispositions because I can accommodate and adapt and keep going. Nice. That's that internal locus of control that I know I have the skills and abilities to keep doing what I can do to uh, have fun out there and, and help with other people learning about team building. We, yeah. we, you and I do this because we want to share our information, share our knowledge and help others to think about that as well. How do yeah. we get better at what we do and where do we find those resources? It's just so listeners, successful. I'm curious from you, if you have another practice, I use words, Chris did quotes this year. If you have something else that you do at the beginning of each year to help you goal set, to kind of get your mind in the right place, I'd be curious to hear what you do. Or if you do something with clients, maybe you have an activity that you do or something like that with, with, with your clients. I'd love to hear that too. So thanks again for being with us. We can't wait for season four. Yeah. And thanks for sending in questions. We try to get to as many as we can. Some of them we don't get to, but we still ask for questions. So you know where to send those. Go to the show notes. You'll find a link to send us your questions about Tico. Thanks so much for listening. If you have additional answers or comments about this question, please send them our way. And if you have a question you'd like us to tackle, we would love to hear it. You can find the submission link and anything we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Find the show notes and past episodes at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. That's onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. You can find me and sign up for my newsletter at training-wheels.com. You can sign up for my Fun Doing Fridays activity email and find me at onteambuilding.com. We hope you join us next week for Ask Michelle and Chris About Team Buildings.